Step Into the Realm of the Paranormal Until the Last Drop, a show that blends paranormal stories and events with a themed drink. So here we are again. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but as far as I know, I'm not usually scared of many trees. Um, I, uh, no. Yeah. I, well, well, the reason I bring this up <laughs> is, uh, because of, you know, the haunted forests. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Well, this time around, we can guarantee that there's three of them. Yeah. One's not quite a forest, but it does have trees on it. Uh, well, I mean, define forest. How many trees is the limit of a forest? Ten? I, I'm i not sure. How I, close are they? There's probably somebody out there who knows these specifications. Oh, maybe. But I don't. Ah. Uh, well, anyway, <laughs> we're going to be covering three haunted semi-forests. At least two are guaranteed. And then the other one could just be a, a tree haven. I, I don't know. <laughs> yes, tree, tree house. Tree haven. Not a tree house, but tree tree home or something. Uh, home uh, to yeah. spirits and then we've got trees. a then we've got a interesting mixed drink with uh, a very foresty theme to it yeah so that should be fun yep all right here we go <laughs> the dead will rise so they can hear more content from till the last drop first up we might as well start off with a uh I don't know. This is relatively popular as far as haunted forests go. Yeah, I think it would be more yeah. well known. Yeah, this one is the uh, Hoyobachu Forest in Romania's what is this Cluj Napoca? I don't yeah. know. It. I'm. I don't know it. I don't know the pronunciation or no. any of that. But it is in Romania, mm -hmm. or uh, as some might know it as Transylvania. Yeah. So. And this one's considered the Bermuda Triangle of Romania. Yep. Mm. The forest covers over 250 hectares. So, uh, yeah. How big is a hectare? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> is it like 10? Like tens of acres? It's like I don't know. No, that's deca acres. Maybe it's hundreds. I don't remember. It's, it's big. It's large. There's a lot. And that's all that really matters in this case because it's a big, creepy forest. Mm-hmm. So it does say that many have sighted ghosts, unexplained specters, appearances of unknown faces in photographa photographacts. <laughs> Those are the pictures that give you the facts and nothing about the yes. facts. No, in photograph, I can't say it. Photographs. There we go. Photogramophones. <laughs> yes. Uh, and UFO pictures sightings. Yes. In pictures. Yes. You know, the ones that don't move. <laughs> Um, and UFO sightings caught in action in the 1970s. Oh, so those are the ones that do move? I guess so. Those are the photographs. Saxophones. Sure, some people might get that reference. Oh, uh, hopefully. Yeah. Otherwise, anyway. we're really old. <laughs> well, I mean, it is just a part of pop culture. But anyway, people who visited the forest reportedly say that they have dealt with a feeling as if someone was constantly watching them and having intense feelings of anxiety. I assume the people 
fe- feeling like they were being watched had anxiety. Yeah, I don't know if there was a creature. It sounded like anxious people were watching them. <laughs> you know what? You never know. Um, it, um, is, it could be that that's how it is now. And somebody just, is watching me and clearly you know. they need some benzos <laughs> because they are very there's anxious. A, there's a very anxious bear up a tree watching someone. He's just like, oh, I hope he leaves. <laughs> Assuming that's what a bear sounds like. An anxious bear. Yes. So Yes, I can confirm that that's what an anxious bear sounds yeah. like. Um, apparently, the forest got its name from a herdsman. Uh, I guess his name was Hoyobachu. Wow. Uh, I could be wrong, but that's <laughs> that's what that's, it leads you that's to what it looks like. Um, okay, he vanished in the woods with a flock of two hundred sheep. Now, I I guess that since he disappeared with the sheep, it's not a a, a big loss because if he just lost the two hundred sheep, then that would be a big problem. But if he also disappeared, then he didn't lose anything out of it. Well. But the world lost him <laughs> and his sheep. Oh, yeah, but okay. That's a pretty big thing, though. Like, well, yeah. It's one thing if you lose a couple sheep. It's one thing if somebody goes missing. Again, it's tragic, but yeah. a person and 200 sheep, poof, gone. Oh, yeah. That's that's pretty big deal. Yeah, and like this may be related to that, but people living near the area, they don't enter the forest due to the paranormal activity and the mysterious stories and legends that created that were created by some people. Um, they firmly believe that you won't come out of the forest once you enter. Hmm. So, but then again, that kind of thing kind of goes back to just generalized human life, I guess. <laughs> I was like, you go into the forest alone and there's a good chance that you're not coming back out. I mean, if you don't know anything about forests or survival or hiking well just in general i mean like natural survivability of people is like rather be safe to stick together than to go out into the forest alone (laughs) yeah i guess there's also another local legend that says that a young girl disappeared into the forest and then five years later she reappeared but she was unable to remember where she had been for five years wasn't that one that also she didn't age or something too or something like that? I'm not sure. I didn't find any more about it, but that was my question. Huh. I was wondering if she came out exactly as she went in or if she came out and she was five years older, she just has no memory of what happened. Hmm. Either way, it's unsettling. Yeah. I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe that's uh, a interesting like... Crazy time portal, dimensional rift to another world. I, I don't know. Isn't this the forest that has the big, like... Very hard rock on the head? <laughs> Either way. Isn't this the forest that has, like, the area where nothing grows? I'm pretty sure it does. There's yeah. a couple of forests that actually have that. Yeah. It's and we're like not a, covering them. It's. <laughs> I think those are meant to be, like, fey circles or whatever. But, yeah. Um, or magical portal circles which would make me think of it yeah where nothing grows it's just dead there like life everywhere all around it and then there's this area that's just dead zone yeah well that sounds about right because i think i remember seeing something on that one and that it could be either uh i don't know i'm no expert but it the contents behind it from seeing other things it seems like maybe it could be uh, low-level radiation or it could be a magnetic interference that's causing some disruption within like the growth of some things right. that's why there's no like i don't think 
it said like animals and birds and all that. They'd kind of steer away from the area and like. Well, I think that's natural, like survival instinct for animals to not go where things don't live. Well, yeah, a big open area. That's kind of like saying, hey, look at me. Uh-huh. So, but, but who knows? I know that I think some of the theories on areas like that is that it's where an alien ship had come down. Yeah. And the radiation from the alien technology has caused it to be dead. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, I believe we watched this place has been featured on a couple different shows like Ghost Hunters and um, Destination Truth, I think. Uh, I think that's what it was. <clears throat> yeah. And we watched one of them, I know. And I believe they walked out to the dead circle. Yeah. Um, and had some crazy encounters that, oh. of course, were not caught on camera. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> so... Um, they seemed genuinely upset about whatever happened to them. It's just a group of people scaring themselves <laughs> in the woods. I mean, it happens all the time, but it does. everybody documents it. I've gone into <laughs> like spooky locations and freaked myself out. I mean, I've been at home and heard a weird noise and it scared me and it was just like the refrigerator. Um, you know, that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. I think when you're already in a heightened frame of, you know, being and mindset you already are hyped up to the possibility that something could happen oh yeah any little thing in your brain is gonna be oh ghosts aliens you know yeah oh yeah the uh the destination truth thing they found a collection of bones that were later identified as goat bones and chicken bones oh (laughs) um I guess it also says, like, it raised the questions of who could have consumed these leftovers. It's like probably somebody who was hungry. (laughs) Um, Maybe a goat or a chicken was there and maybe a predatory animal, like, got them and left the bones. I mean, come on. They're bones. Right. Everything has bones. in a forest. They weren't human. They're not forest bones. It's, (laughs) so what, twigs? Tree bones. Like, is the twig a forest bone? There were lots of those. Why haven't we heard about those? Um. That I feel like when they're in spooky places, they're like the bones of a goat and a chicken. This must have been a sacrifice. And, you know, there was a demonic (laughs) portal opening in this very spot when really it was just Joe having his lunch out under the trees. Uh, there's like all oh, these chicken bones here. They must be part of a sacrifice. What's that over there? Don't look at the KFC bucket. Right. <laughs> it was sacrificing them to my stomach. It's like the the uh, production crew is like some guy's still eating the mashed potatoes. Like, huh? <laughs> what, what, yeah, ch- sacrifice chicken bones. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, hand me another drumstick. Yep. We need more sacrificial bone piles. <laughs> Eat faster. Yeah. Sometimes you have to wonder about some of that, too. It's like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say that bones are a good sign of paranormal. No. I would say that bones can be paranormal if they're used. I mean, for instance, <laughs> hey, look at this guy. He's reading bones or something like that. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of paranormal. I think that severely out of place bones <laughs> are something. Yeah. But bones in a forest, to me, like animal bones in a forest. That sounds Doesn't accurate. Doesn't seem inappropriate. No. I guess if there was like a giant pile of bones, no. like mass grave of animal bones, <laughs> that would catch me. Like, I would be like, well, what is this? Like those 200 sheep all dying in a pile on top of each other? Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> I would question that. Um, but like random animal bones, 
in a forest where other random animals live and will eat random animals does not seem strange to me. Oh, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's standard forest goings on. Mm -hmm. Also, if they were like random animal bones that were, you know, tied up into a pentagram (laughs) and hung in a tree. Yeah, that would also, yeah, that would catch me, you know. Yeah. So one thing to note about Hoyabachu Forest is that um, the forest does offer much more than just a dark thrill. Uh, I guess it's a nice recreation area and locals and visitors take a break from the uh, urban surroundings on the many biking and hiking paths that wind through the unusual trees. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, but what about the locals that don't want to go into it? They, they, or are they the different locals? They just don't. They're the um, the older locals that you can tell uh, live in <laughs> Romania. They they know a thing or two. Wow. I mean, I think some of them probably, some of the older people would maybe be more prone to believing the, the tales and the superstitions. Yeah. And maybe other people either don't believe it or they don't care. They just want to go for a hike. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of it, too. Like, in as far as, like, just how the forest is, it's like mm-hmm. some of the trees are like, either bent or curved mm-hmm. and all that. So, and nobody's too sure on why it causes yeah, why? it. So, and again, that could end up going, like, say, radiation or magnetics or something like that. That's also causing, like, the, the bare spot in there, too. So, mm-hmm. it could be part of all that. But you also think about the fact that, like... We have supposedly haunted areas around here, and those are the places I want to go for a hike. Yeah. So <laughs> you have people who just like that sort of stuff yeah. and, and look for it. Yeah. So I guess that's the most of the Hoyobachu mm-hmm. or uh, the um, Bermuda did, Triangle yeah. of Romania. Yep. Yeah. So although it's not in Bermuda. And it's not no, a triangle. It's of Romania. <laughs> That's the most actually is the the Bermuda Triangle of Transylvania. So technically, all three of those are wrong because uh, it's no longer known as Transylvania. It's not a triangle, and it's not in Bermuda. So no. uh, case closed. <laughs> we have solved it. Folks. There you go. Yeah. It's just improperly titled. Well, all right. I guess let's move on to the next one. All right. Okay. So, how about uh the Island of the Dolls? Okay. Let's mm-hmm. go to a non-haunted forest of these haunted forests. <laughs> yes, the one that's not quite a forest, but yeah. equally filled with legends of hauntings. Yes. So Equally creepy, yeah. no matter which way you look at it. Yeah. Now, I don't remember the full story of this one. Okay. Uh, you probably know this one <clears throat> more than I do. I know that it was like some guy... For the most part, if I can summarize this, some guy there was a, there was a girl that that died, and okay. he was afraid of the <clears throat> vengeful spirit of this angry little girl, as you should be. No, it was Don <laughs> Julian Santana Barrera. Oh, a collector um, of names. He was yes, and dolls. <laughs> oh, oh my. no, he was the caretaker of the island, and the story is that Julian found a little girl drowned in mysterious circumstances. And he wasn't able to save her life. She was already passed when he found her. And sometime shortly after, Julian saw a doll that was floating along the canals. And he 
thought it was most likely that the doll belonged to this little girl that had passed away. So he picked up the doll and he hung it in a tree as a way of showing respect and support to the spirit of the girl. Um, a lot of people question if there actually was a dead girl and uh, <laughs> just some random thing this guy did. It's like, oh, I'm going to put a doll up in this tree. There's, Why? There's just been because. A, there's been a lot of reports <laughs> that say that Julian made up the story about the girl in his solitude on this island, but um, Julian claims that he was haunted by the spirit of the girl and he started hanging more dolls around in an attempt to please her spirit. I mean, that sounds kind of accurate. I mean... Some guy going crazy on an island. Here's a ghost. Starts putting up <laughs> dolls everywhere. I mean, it sounds like something that would make sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're alone on a little island. Yeah. And you find a dead girl, that's going to be unsettling. So here's the real question. Was he alone on the island enough that he had this stock of dolls? Or did he then go out and get more dolls to then go back and be alone on this island with the dolls? <laughs> I don't know. Because that almost seems like he could have just left. <laughs> <laughs> just gone and seen yeah. other people. Yeah. Well, he was the caretaker of the island, so he couldn't really, even if he left to get supplies and stuff, he couldn't be gone for long periods of time. Yeah. I guess he had dedication to his job, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. So he soon realized that the dolls that he was hanging around out were possessed by the spirits of dead girls. Oh, well. I and so he... Discount dolls. He continued to collect creepy dolls, <laughs> hanging them over the entire island. So... That's not solving the problem. No. That seems like it's adding to I it. I almost feel like that's really kind of wrong. Like, to think that all of these dolls are possessed by dead girls, and so you collect more? Like, yeah. you're just collecting poor, trapped, dead girls? Uh, well, were they like that beforehand? Were they already in the dolls? Or did they just get into the dolls because of the island of the dolls? I don't know. <laughs> That's an interesting question. They do say that um, dolls can be... Uh, I can't think of the word. It's like a, they a can, vessel of yes, a, a vessel, or something like that. A vessel for dead spirits. Because it's got the image of a human. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. So... I'm I'm not 100% a lot on that lore about dolls being potential vessels, but, you know, it is a good question as to whether they were already possessed or him putting them out there left them in a position to be possessed. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then why is that island such a hotspot for these girls' spirits? <laughs> dead children. Exactly. I don't know. Um, so people that were close to Julian said that it was as if he was driven by some unseen force that completely changed him to continue acting upon this. Um, and he was very marked by the fact that he was not able to save that little girl's life. So he was, he felt very guilty, yeah. I guess. And, and it changed him. And after 50 years of collecting dolls and hanging them on the Island, Julian was found dead drowned in the same spot where the little girl died. Now, that could either be some very ominous, like, ending to this story, or he could have just killed himself. I mean, yeah. because he was so guilt-ridden that he couldn't do anything. That's the only way that he could have, like, found his own peace. Yeah. Well, and people now say that they they believe that Julian joined the other spirits that are on the island. So he's there now with them. 
So he's one of the dolls too. I guess, yeah. Or he's just hanging around with the dolls. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so the locals, uh, they're very faithful that um, the island is a very charmed place. And after Julian's death, which was in 2001, it has become a tourist attraction where visitors bring more dolls. I mean, what a great way to upkeep the island by having a bunch of people on it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. And I mean, it's even since his passing, you know, the island's super famous and it's been featured on a lot of different TV shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I too many <laughs> I mean, yeah go, i'm sure you've seen it yeah. um, on lots of different things yeah and... there's like various youtubers have covered it um mm-hmm. ghost adventures which oh boy yeah i think destination truth might have gone there too i'm not sure yeah they did a lot of those places yeah i um... i prefer their <laughs> their uh investigations into places i think yeah it's... well i mean it they approach it a little differently because mm-hmm. as long as the main guy, like <laughs> if the main guy doesn't get any activity on his side, it's not like it hasn't ever happened or it's not important. Mm-hmm. Like, so it, it's, it's more like it's actually just a group of people rather than just like this one guy who's apparently the main guy. And then mm-hmm. like the others who mean absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So like, even if something paranormal happens to him, it's like, Oh man, that's crazy. I know I didn't feel it, but if you did, that's good for you. And a pat on the back is basically what it is. I know you're speaking so. specifically of one. Oh yeah. Ghost person that yeah. you have. Yeah. The guy. No who, uh, uh, respect for. Yeah. He was a guy who bought a house that was haunted <laughs> and then he destroyed it because it was too haunted to have anybody else ever check it out. Yeah. 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 After he made a movie. Oh, in yeah. It, yeah. Anyway. That was very horribly faked. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know that there's something up when uh, somebody <laughs> destroys the only proof or. Uh, Doesn't let anybody else investigate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, that guy's. <laughs> anyway. That guy's something. Without naming names, I think yeah. we'll, uh, <clears throat> we'll uh, continue this uh, adventure I of think... these haunted <laughs> spirits or these spirit adventures that we're having right now. These locations. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's an interesting place. Um, I'm not a huge fan of dolls myself. Uh, I can see how just it would it would be unsettling in general to be there yeah. because. Even if nothing happens, there's the legends that surround it. Most people go, you know, at dusk or like evening. Um, And it would kind of feel like you're being watched no matter where you are. Even if it's just dolls, even if they're not possessed, there's little eyes all (laughs) over that are just staring at you. Well, yeah, but they're plastic or glass. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's a... I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that uh, Mr. Potato Head or something. I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything. It's like just because a potato, you put eyes on it, doesn't mean it's going to be looking at you. Of course, then again, potatoes I'm have like, eyes. I'm like, potatoes on have eyes. Yeah, they you? do. So, so, but they don't look at you. You don't get an uneasy feeling that like a potato is watching you from under the cupboard or something. I don't know. You don't. You never, you never felt that potato stare. No. Oh, boy, you're missing out. no but i don't know i think part of it has to do with the the different lore again about dolls being potential vessels yeah and there's that's a big part of it that has to be a big part of it so 
the fact that they it, maybe it's also part of the uh oh shoot the uncanny valley effect yeah. where it looks so close to human but it's not <laughs> and so there's naturally that that some people get a feeling of unease because of that unease yes yes not to be confused with unease uh-huh anyway <laughs> i don't know um but no like some dolls look creepy on their own they don't have to have anything going on they could just be sitting there just the way that they were created looks disturbing well yeah and that could just be because oh it's a doll just make it look funny or something like that <laughs> and in reality it's like this looks like the spawn of satan mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like and of course that's that's something that's been taken i mean for instance uh yeah, mm-hmm. dolls are all over the place. There's well, Annabelle and yeah, Chucky. Chucky. Yeah. Um, was it Harold? I can't. I think that's the name Harold of him. And the purple crayon? No. There's a there's a little doll that's um, supposedly is cursed. If you do certain things towards him, um, if you take his picture without asking, different things oh. like he'll destroy yeah. your world. He was like that ventriloquist dummy wasn't he no, no i think this is just a stuffed little boy oh, doll okay no i don't remember <laughs> I, I remember dummy. what you're talking about i just don't remember what the name is i can't yeah i can't remember his exact names and now we're going to be cursed because i've spoken of him and disrespected <laughs> oh, <no>. him <laughs> i'm sorry little boy doll that same thing happens with me you know if you speak of me you'll be cursed really yeah Oh. Happens all the time. I've seen it plenty of times, and I'm just like, you poor soul. <laughs> Is that what happened to me? Because I speak of you a lot. Well, no, not you. You just mean other people? Oh, yeah. Oh, happens okay. all the time. So. I will yep. warn the one, others. One day somebody, like, says something bad, then the next, bam, kidney stones. That's so. a terrible thing to give to somebody. <laughs> it's, a, it's a curse. Good I'm not Lord. controlling it. It's just what happens. Kidney stones. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I think we should probably grab a quick break, and okay. then we'll end up going to our next haunted forest. Our next location. Yes, yeah, an actual forest this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. The night is dark. The spirits are restless. They demand to be poured until the last drop. Oddly enough, we're actually taking a voyage. Oh? Yeah. A voyage that normally, in this case, with the terminology, you'd be using a ship. Mm-hmm. And now you could be taking a ship to get to this place where the forest is. However, it is known as the Sea of Trees. Oh. But a new name has been given to it within the recent years. It's been known as the Suicide Forest. Mm-hmm. Or... Okigahara. Okigahara. I could be wrong in the pronunciation, but... Yeah, we probably are. It's close enough. (laughs) That's how I've heard it pronounced. Okigahara. Sounds... Anyway. Anywho. (laughs) This forest at the foot of Mount Fuji has been known to have about 100 or so suicide victims every year. Mm -hmm. Of course, this number has increased and... In recent years, they haven't really released much of the data on it because they don't want people following in the deceased footsteps. Yeah. So. 
they yeah they've they've done a lot they've taken a lot of steps to try and keep people from going in there oh yeah to end their lives understandably so yeah (laughs) i mean things like putting up signs like think of your family and all that and your and your Mm -hmm. job and whatever and uh like trying to deter people with like like go back now or something like that before you end your life contact the police yeah yeah you know think of think of your friends and your loved ones and you know don't do this (laughs) so and those signs can be found all over throughout the forest oh yeah now of course it's also a place where school children will go for field trips and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and there's plenty of hiking trails and um there's a, a thick canopy over the top because the trees are so close together where it's it's pretty shaded and gloomy, I guess. And yeah. it's a, a nice way to stay out of the heat, that's for sure. Yeah. Because of the well, shade. Apparently the school children often go there to visit the region's famous ice caverns. Yeah. Or ice caves. Yep. And uh on top of that, like the overall like it's also very silent because of the volcanic rock underneath that's porous and it absorbs a lot of a lot of sound Mm -hmm. so it's it's very quiet and it's i guess it's a nice secluded solitude of some sort (laughs) yeah i think that's what most people who have visited say that the big thing that they remember is the silence yeah how quiet it was Which is nice. I mean, a, a quiet forest. What a <laughs> mm-hmm. nice place to go visit and just quiet, enjoy solemn time. place. Don't mind the bodies. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that could be one of the reasons why there are, are so many suicides. Apart from the fact that it was like referenced in a uh, a novel, but mm-hmm. that could be one of the reasons people go there. It's quiet. It's a place to be alone and reflect, and then they start reflecting on the negative over the positive. Yeah, well, there's also, there's a lot of morbid myths that have been associated with it that are not confirmed. Yeah. Um, But there was a ancient Japanese custom called, I don't know how to pronounce it. Where is it? Uh, Ubasuti? Ubasuti? Yeah. Sounds about. Again, probably mispronounced that. I apologize. But um, it's a legend that in feudal times when food was scarce and people grew desperate a family might take a older dependent relative typically a woman to a remote location (laughs) and leave them there to starve to death well yeah and i guess uh that's this would have been one of the locations that was potentially used to carry out this ritual this life saving you know this this survival technique for families yeah of course it's none of that's even confirmed it right probably more fiction than fact and a lot of scholars dispute the idea that genocide was ever common in (laughs) japanese culture yeah um but there are accounts that have made their way into japanese folklore and poetry and they've kind of attached themselves to the silent eerie suicide forms yeah yep so that doesn't help no so in that case but there's other there's a few other things with this as well it says at first the yurai or ghosts visitors claimed they saw in akigohara 
were presumed to be the vengeful spirits of the old who have been abandoned to starvation at the mercy of the elements. I mean, that makes sense. I think if I was old and my family was like, well, <laughs> let's go for a trip, Grandma. Yeah. Where where are we going? Oh, we're like, just we're going to go see the, the trees. <laughs> we're going to the farm. Like, yeah. you know, when they take old dogs away. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we took Grandma to the farm. Oh, boy. She has plenty of places to run and be happy. No. Like, <laughs> we know how much you love Mount Fuji. We're going to take mm-hmm. a nice trip and see yeah. it up close. Family trip. And Woo. then the second is like, hey, Grandma, look up there. See at the very top of the mountain. And then like she's like, it's like, where is it? Just keep Everybody looking. Everybody runs. Just, like slowly like tiptoe back and forth mm-hmm. and it's like i don't see it. just keep looking and then on the count of three and bam yeah, like one starving grandma i would be pretty angry i would absolutely <laughs> be angry if that was my fate at the end of you know being there for my family and serving my family for you know all my life and <laughs> being a devoted mother wife grandma whatever yeah yeah so i i could get that that would be a, a potential you know yeah well and that's our that's part of it too it's like it seems like it's more common um and i could be wrong but it seems more common like in japanese culture that the kids are supposed to be taking care of the parents mm-hmm. once they get to the age of doing it i mm-hmm. mean that's the whole that's the whole thing mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the um it's giving back in some <laughs> sense because the parents are taking their care of the kids and all that mm-hmm. so. and like it would seem that this would be more on a uh either folklore or a, a ghost story or something in that case, because it goes so much against that. Uh, Their normal that, cultural norms. Exactly. Yeah. So it seems like, Oh, this is a terrible person that was doing this. And now there's like ghosts in the forest because of that. And it would make <laughs> sense. It seems like that's something that would, mm-hmm. would have spawned it on. Yeah. So of course, then again, for the, uh, going back, I guess, to the, the suicide forest title and all that, mm-hmm. um, Many believe that there's a book to blame for the resurgence in the forest's macabre popularity. Yeah. Um, in 1960, uh, there was a famous novel. I believe it was uh, Kuroi Jukai. Yep. I think that was it. Uh, it was translated as The Black Sea of Trees, where the story's lovers commit suicide in the forest. So, and maybe just out of one of those crazy romantic fictions come to life mm-hmm. people started thinking i have to go kill myself in the forest think like the romeo and juliet complex oh yeah but i don't see people drinking poison all the time no but there's like murder suicide <laughs> there whatever you know well yeah but... or like people read it and they're like oh this is such a tragically romantic <laughs> tale and they really loved each other so we must go follow in their yeah. footsteps i don't get the logic but that's, that's the sign of a good writer Mm-hmm. So Shakespeare is done good. And um, who is this guy? Uh, Seicho, Seicho Matsumoto. Matsumoto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So driving again, lovers to tragic ends. Must be a good Since author. 1960. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, they even say that in, as early as the 1950s, tourists were reporting encountering decomposing bodies in Okigahara. Yeah. Um, so they're not really sure what has been bringing the brokenhearted to the forest in the first place. Yeah. It could be the silence. I, I think that that might be it. Yeah. So it's just, oh, it's a nice quiet place. And Mount Fuji is, is seen as a, 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 it's 
a national treasure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's what makes Japan pretty much Japan. Like you can, you know, you know. Yeah. So, well, and it's I don't know. I guess if you're if you're dealing with a lot of internal noise, so to speak, yeah. um, that's driving you to the point where you're so desperate you want to take your life. Um, going someplace where it is quiet, I guess, makes sense. Um, so yeah, and yeah. it's it's out of the way. I know. Things that we've seen that talk about Okugahara um, talk about how oftentimes they're off the beaten path. They're not right off the trail. And so it's like they're going someplace where they won't be found. They won't be stopped. Oh, yeah. And yeah. So um, the forest is it's seen more suicides than any other location in the world. And what's interesting is like the only exception is apparently the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm -hmm. So... Apparently, people are still trying to jump off that bridge. Which is sad. Yeah. PSA, don't don't, don't kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't jump off a bridge. Don't go into a forest. No. It's, like, there's other seek ways. Help. Yeah. See, find something. Find yeah. somebody. Talk to somebody. There's, yeah. Life can be hard, but it's worth it. Yeah. Sorry. So. Anyways. <laughs> um. Might as well get into this now, because why not? There's only one suicide that is appropriate for that forest, and that would be the career suicide of Logan Paul. Which happened in that forest. <laughs> well, I don't know if it happened as well as it should have. No. This is mainly because he went into the forest looking to... I guess he was looking to like showcase the forest itself as mm-hmm. this is a creepy place there. He, I think he went in there looking for a dead body Yeah, from the way that it, it comes off. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently he found one. He continued to film, film the whole the, thing, filmed the person, their remains, yep. he filmed their face. Incredibly disrespectful. Yeah. Um, cold and callous. Yep. And he gave a, and when he actually got backlash, Oh, wait, no, the you, community. you forgot to mention that oh. in the background of this video. Oh, yeah. They're laughing. Yeah, laughing about and it. making a jokes. And, and it's, oh, ha, 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 look, we found a dead body. Yeah. Like, what the actual, I, mm. yeah. Um, and then he posted so, it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're going to get negative content behind that or comments behind it. Mm-hmm. And like. Of, and of course he took it down and he made some probably half-hearted apology and he defended himself that he was trying to raise awareness for suicide and suicide prevention. It's like you don't really do a very good job of that when you're literally laughing at the deceased. And and disrespecting so, their remains. Yeah. Like that. No, it was horrifying and disgusting. And he did it for clickbait. Oh, Yeah. Well, I, I mean, care. that's pretty much what he has been doing for his content all along. And I'm, mm-hmm. I don't care about being open about this. He's like, he's not very good with, I don't know, creating quality content that is something that should be around. But then again, I don't know. Maybe somebody thinks the same about this. But if that's the case, you're free to think of your own thing. Mm. That's fine. But I'm not going to be disrespecting the dead. No, <laughs> or airing any kind of footage of somebody's deceased family member. 
No, like so, it's yeah. it's deplorable. Um, anywho, <laughs> let's um let's kind of switch gears here uh-huh, a little bit. Uh-huh. We're probably gonna grab another little little short transitional break here, and then we might end up going into our a. Uh, We've got a forest-themed drink. Yeah, that seems pretty interesting. That uh, is actually a completely original recipe, too. Yeah, you did so, it yourself. Yeah, I figured, why not? <laughs> so, we'll see you in a little bit. At Till the Last Drop, we'd like to hear your stories, not have you become the story. So please drink responsibly. All right, it's time for that wonderful drink mm-hmm. that we've been talking so much. Now, this doesn't have a name. I was going to ask if you had actually named it yet. Nope, I have not named it. I don't know what to call it, but uh, go over the ingredients here and uh, maybe we can think of something. (laughs) (laughs) So starting off with this one, because we were going about haunted forests and all that, there was like the perfect alcohol to use with this one. We actually found a ghost wood. That's Mm -hmm. the name of it. It's not made from ghostly trees. We did not um, harvest the no. ghosts from these forests. No. It's a four grain blended bourbon whiskey. A bit of the uh a bit of what they say on the back of this is what mysteries lie beyond the flickering flames that light your evenings. So it's uh it's pretty good. It's pretty good as its own. Mm-hmm. But then again, I mean bourbon's always nice. Yeah, you're a bourbon fan. Yeah. Well yeah. Bourbon's scotch whiskeys. I think it, it's better than others that I have tried. Yeah. Um, in this case, we mixed it alongside some uh, forest-themed ingredients. No, mm. not like dirt and sticks and leaves and all mm. that. but uh, Taste of the earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, however, we could have added some hemp, I guess, and had it really like... Oh, is it? Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, because that's the ghost, the ghostly hippie. Oh, um, anyway, no, we added about uh, 10 blackberries as well as about, oh, I think it was about a half ounce of rosemary, which was then slightly crushed to release its natural flavors. The blackberries were then muddled and the rosemary was added. And at that point, we added a shot of the ghost wood. Mm-hmm. It was basically uh, gently poured with, I guess we used a lemon lime soda in this mm-hmm. case, just to give it a little bit more of a citrus because sometimes you know you're you're in a forest and uh you just get that hint of citrus yes there are also (laughs) citrus trees yep that's an orchard so i mean it goes with the tree yeah Mm -hmm. so again there's no name for this Mm -hmm. however i guess since you're holding the drink already have you take a taste and see if you can think of something okay It's good. I don't know what to call it, but it's it good. I'll call it good. Ah, uh, the good drink. Yes. So. That's probably taken. It might be. I don't know. I don't know. Ghostly woodberry? <laughs> Ghostly berries and wood. There we go. Perfect. Ghostly twigs and berries. Yeah. No, it's good, though. The... The ghost wood has that smoky taste, so it... Yeah. I can see why they talk about campfires on the bottle. Yeah, yeah. Because it has the the kind of smoky essence. Yeah, I'd love to go into more detail of the whiskey itself. However, I'm not going to. (laughs) 
Okay. There, was, there was a big promotion about it, like I think where we bought it from or or however. I, I saw it up a lot on a lot of the uh, online sites kind of promoting it like buy a six pack or something of them. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh. these are these are 750 milliliters. So a six pack of those. <laughs> That's a lot. I, I, well, I, it is pretty good. So I can understand that like you might want to stock up on it and all that, especially with summer and all that. And, Starting up a large campfire and breaking open a <laughs> bottle Everybody gets a bottle. Yep. And then uh, you uh, put up that fence around the fire. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise there's going to be accidents. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to cook Dave over an open fire. No. No. Um, besides, like, chances are you may not be able to make this drink if uh, you're around a campfire. I mean, you might. I'm not going to, like, put it past anybody. I mean... Bring your mortar and pestle out there. I've seen videos where, like, guys are in the middle of the woods making complex meals. So, (laughs) you could probably throw this together, too. Yeah. But, I mean, it's got a nice sweetness with the berries in there. It's got, like, that... that, I don't know how else to describe it other than that rosemary flavor. I mean, most people are going to know what rosemary tastes like. Um, this is a little subdued because of yeah the, the rosemary doesn't come out as much to no me. but it's it's I can still pick it up and it's still there um, now we use like a pre-dried rosemary and maybe a fresh might help a little bit with that mm-hmm. um, it's either that or uh, um, if we just get like a say a rosemary oil or something and mm-hmm. kind of add a little bit in there that might change it up a little bit as long as it's but, food grade well yeah well there's a lot of oils out there that aren't food grade that people still. <laughs> do things with so if you're yeah. gonna get an oil make sure that it's food grade and it is edible yeah um but yeah i think the uh the shot of the ghost wood is a good amount and uh i, I think it was about a four ounce of that uh, lemon lime soda mm-hmm. so uh it kind of balances it's a nice little individual drink there and mm-hmm. um still don't know about the name <laughs> no so i have to think about that yeah, well, we got to think about it now. This needs a name now. Uh, the people need to know. I'm sorry. Maybe <laughs> we'll think of something by the time we post the beautiful picture that you took of it to our oh, website. What's our website again? Oh, it's tillthelastdrop.com. Oh, and what else would people find there besides a picture of this beautiful drink? Well, you can find some updates on how we've been going about uh-huh. on there. There's the pictures of various episodes. There's, of course, the episodes themselves. Yeah. Which you can either listen to straight from that or if you're one of those, I don't know, people who go about listening to podcasts like anybody else <laughs> <laughs> or also on uh, um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, most of the podcast places. So. Yeah. Yep. Just do a search. Yeah. You'll find us. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think ghost berries could be fun. Ghost berries? Ghost berries. Karen, do you want some more? I guess. Since I'm just sitting back here sipping it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get a nice nice swig of them ghost berries. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound Ro- right. Rosy ghost berries. Oh. Perfect. That's Perfect. worse. On no, so many levels. That it, it's nice because that's the color. It's a nice like because those those uh, blackberries kind of give it a nice uh, red, a darker red, mm-hmm. and uh, the rosemary gives it that rose name. And then you know obviously like ghosty from the ghost wood. So mm-hmm. rosy so ghost rosy berries. ghost berries. Yep, I think we have a winner. <laughs> that's the name of your drink. Yep. 
So go ahead and go ahead and get a nice, good taste of them. Rosy ghost berries. Rosy ghost berries. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how many people want to put rosy ghost berries in their mouth. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Probably more people than you think. But yeah. With the yeah. flavor of it, you got to love the taste of those rosy ghost berries. Mm-hmm. No, it is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did good. Yeah. Yeah. So is that the actual first drink that we have made for this podcast? That's the first mixed drink of that type. I mean, I made the cocoa yeah and i used my own cocoa recipe yeah but was that an original like drink recipe though i mean people have been putting liquor in cocoa yeah for a long time (laughs) well yeah but it was kids want hot chocolate okay get the bourbon (laughs) yep um but i mean it was my cocoa recipe yeah that we mixed various alcohols in but no it wasn't a fully created mixed drink hmm I think this might be it. Mm-hmm. This might be the, I don't know, let's say the flagship of uh, Till the Last Drop Alcohol. <laughs> yep. So. You did it. Yay. Peak right there. Yep. All right. We can we can stop. No, <laughs> We've reached the pinnacle. We've got to stop on a success. No, uh, no but we will post what... the recipe too. So. Yeah. And pictures. Yep. So I think that might be it for now yeah so yeah again you can listen to us on till the last drop.com iHeartRadio, apple podcasts most other places honestly i'm not even sure where all we're at right now <laughs> just because i mean it seems like some places just grab your stuff and put it up there yeah um but either way we're also on facebook if you want to give us a message or something like that have yep. any ideas for us or something you want to share or follow us for any news yep yeah. so I know it's been a bit uh, bit of time since we've posted, and uh, there's been a lot going on, unfortunately. Yeah, the so it's, life keeps going no matter what. Yep, it's <laughs> kind of delayed the production side of things. But, but we're still here. Yeah, but with any luck, we'll be uh, hopefully getting to a little bit more of a regular schedule. Yeah. So let this be stamped forever into the time frame of when this episode <laughs> is uploaded. Yeah. That uh, Years from now when there's, you know... 12 seasons and somebody's listening for the first time they're like what what are they talking about what happened lots of things and we'll never tell you exactly Mm, it'll be a mystery forever yeah but i will tell you to try those rosy ghost berries yeah (laughs) all right thanks for sticking with us until the last drop bye Thank you for listening till the last drop. For more paranormal experiences served up with a theme drink, check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>